of the show that is called A Geeksters. And welcome to episode 185, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was posh, Sean, by the way. <laughs> I thought that was up. Tight Sean, alright. Yeah, maybe next time I'll do nerd Sean. <laughs> so that's every day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hi everybody, welcome to the show. Or welcome back if you're listening to part two. If you're listening to this in order, welcome back. If this is if you decided to skip part one because you didn't want to be down because of the prince thing, eh, you're missing a little something because we did have more laughs and cries. Yeah. But I get it. Um so here we kind of took Normally, part one, and normally what happens in part two when we smush them together. Yes. Smush them together. Like, like two little chubby cheeks on a little kid going, you just joke, jolt. Or you people do that to their dogs. Oh, you're so cute. I'm put your cheeks. <laughs> so that's what we kind of do. We pinch your cheeks and put them together. <laughs> We need to videotape sometimes. I really <laughs> the look on your face as you're pretending to squeeze two cheeks. But well, the problem is, I can go from I want to be your cheeks and would you? Would you? I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me hard. I want to be your cheeks open. Was you a great big fat person? You want to be your cheeks? Sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. All right. Anyway, um, so here in part two, we bring you what's sitting at the top of the box office in box office releases. Mm-hmm. And we find out what's hitting the new release wall with Ed's releases of the week. Okay. <laughs> what? Pin me on that. Well, I mean, you, know, you do kind of present the facts of what's coming out. Yes. And I make my snide comments or whatever necessary, or I throw in a pick of the week. Yes. I try to at least. If that doesn't go, all the good ones are taken. You know, every once in a while I'll pull the obscure one. Yes. Just to feel like I'm important. <laughs> <laughs> like you contribute something. Yeah, you know. Because it is, you know, you just pulling the information, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Not, not, not to blow your candle out to make myself bright a little bit. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> anyway, more about me. <laughs> 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 
really be spitted on my can though. <laughs> no, it was pee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it now. <laughs> oh, sorry, folks. Uh, so yeah, so we um, and then and I talked a little video games. I give a review somewhat of Ratchet and Clank. I mean, there's not much really to talk about it. Yeah. Um, but then we talk about the hangups of of I have lived out an internet meme. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, yes. Is the best way I could put it. <laughs> and then we have a laugh or two about Kratos. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so sit back and relax and enjoy the laughs and we'll see you at the end and we're back you're listening to geeksters live on aquanetradio.com itunes radio tune in and iHeartRadio. radio just search for aquanet radio in those apps all right so yes we are back ed what else what do you got for us this week all right let's start with the top five movies of the weekend all right what is number five number five was the number three movie of last weekend was the boss it made six eight six million dollars over the weekend and 49.5 over three weeks in release okay it has a 29 million dollar budget so the boss two coming out <laughs> in two years uh number four was the number five movie of last week so it went up zootopia it made 6.6 million over the weekend and 316.4 overall in the eight weeks in release. That's doing pretty good. All right. Uh, the number three movie was the number two movie of last week, Barbershop, The Next Cut. All right. It made $10.8 million over the week. That's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, $36 uh, million overall in the two weekends of release. Okay. Uh, the number two movie was a new release, The Huntsman, Winner's War. It really? Made, yes, it made $20 million uh, over the weekend. That's where it's sitting with a $115 million budget. Wow. And the number one movie, still number one, The Jungle Book. It made $16.8 million over the weekend. Is that 16 or 60? 60. Oh, okay, 6-0. Yes. And uh, Huntsman made how much? 20. Okay, proving once again that as much as I like Chris Helmsworth, can't get a number one movie, can he? No, not without, not without <laughs> a hammer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also noticed a lack of absence of a movie on the top five. Really? Which movie is that you're talking about? Um, I'm going to say um, it's a comic book movie starring uh, Batman and a Superman. Oh, that fell to number six this week. It made $5.5 million over the weekend. Ooh. And put a total of 319.5 overall in the five weeks release. Okay. So it made its money back here in North America of $250 million. Uh, I know, I know, I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, maybe, you know, as far as the actual budget costs for making the movie... But with all that <sighs> advertising distribution, I wonder how much you make globally. Eh, you know what? I gotta be honest. Came in six. I don't care anymore. <laughs> all I care about is what two weeks for Civil War. Yeah. Now, which we actually have uh, a question to answer. Yes. So yes, yes. <laughs> uh, would you like to take care of that now, or you want to take care of that a little later on? Uh, we can do it now if you'd like. Okay. You know, we 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 had a uh, an actual listener. We might want to call. Dude, you gotta build it up. You gotta make it. We gotta. We gotta answer our Gmail. And by Gmail, I mean Geeks's mailbag. What? <laughs> okay, who is it from? Uh, I was. I was trying to bring that up as. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. I will say that it is from, uh, Fred Harry. Yes. Okay. Hi, Fred. Hi, it's, Fred. It's Ed and Sean. How are you? I'm sorry. He's from England. So. Chip, chip, bio. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you appreciate that. Yeah, well, you know. I can, can I have some more, sir? <laughs> That's as far as I get for the uh, British exit. Um, he actually asked the questions 
he wanted to know which one do you think is going to make more money, uh, X Men or Civil War? Yes. And whose side are you on in Civil War? Caps, a, a Team Cap or you Team Iron Man? Well, Ooh. let's let's discuss the what do you think is going to be, I guess, bigger at the box office. As painfully as it's going to say for me to say this, Civil War is going to be the bigger movie of the two movies. I, I, you know what? I know it hurts you, but I don't think anyone could argue that point. No. I mean, uh, I'm going to say, obviously, I'm going to say they're both going to win their opening weekend. They yes. better. You know? Yeah. Um, but I well, just... you know what? I, I, that's that's, that's oh. a good point because Ca- Captain America Civil War is coming out beginning of May, at the end of May is X-Men Apocalypse. Right. So it's in the same month. It's within, within a few weeks of each other. So really the question is, is X-Men going to knock Captain America off the number one spot? Yes. I think so. I honestly, I, I do think so. I think by the time X-Men Apocalypse comes out, it, enough people are going to see Civil War that they're going to be like, okay, more Mar- another Marvel movie, even though it's a different studio. It still yeah. has that Marvel tag attached to it. So they're going to go that opening day Captain America crew that's going to bring in at least $150, $200 million that right. opening weekend is going to circle back around and go see Apocalypse. Yeah. I think. I mean, yeah. it's it's tough to say because, I mean, the way the way I see it is there's so many stars in Civil War. You've got Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. You have, of course, uh, Chris Evans, Captain America. You have uh, Black Panther for the first Bring time. Black which, Panther uh, in. Yeah, which... which uh, 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 Bozeman? Chadwick Bozeman. Yes. Uh, which I think he's a, a great actor. He's uh, phenomenal. Uh, everything I've seen him in, I, I've enjoyed highly. So, I mean, he's one of those actors that I like to see more of. Um, you, you still have uh, Ant-Man with uh, uh, Paul Rudd. Uh, you, of course, Scarlett Johansson is, is uh, yes, <sighs> Black Widow. Scar Joe. You know, you, you of course, you have... Uh, Don Cheo as, as, as War Machine. Machine. Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. And Paul Bettany as Vision. You got everybody in this movie. Yeah. Not only are you introducing, you know, Black Panther, you're going to have the Winter Soldier in it, yes. you know, but... The big one, of the course. big one. Spider-Man, Spider-Man coming... Yep. Spider- Finally, Spider-Man is back where he belongs. Yes. Now, I heard... Um, that he's in the movie for a good half hour. Okay. You know, which is a lot considering it's, you know, they kind of were like, oh, we got Spider-Man, let's quick put him in. You know, for a two, I'm going to say, what's the running time? Um, we're looking here at the running time of, uh, does not say. Does not say. Yeah, all right, does not matter. I'm going to say it's a good. It's going to be two hours, 2.15, almost 2.30. I think it's going to be two and a half hours. I mean. If you have that many stars in it with Spider-Man, I mean that Spider-Man alone is going to be like I, I think. I'm it's sorry, out- it's 147 minutes. 147 minutes. So, so that is two hours and 27 minutes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 You did it right. Ah, wow. See, I can do that math. Whoa. <laughs> Hold on for a second. I got to think of knee. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am shocked. <laughs> I am stunned. Oh. Holy mackerel! <laughs> Continue on without me. Oh. I can't. I mean, my head hurts now. Oh, I think I got whiplash. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> you know what? You're throwing enough monkeys. Well, they, good night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Just go out on a high note. Sean did math right. 
<laughs> if there are enough monkeys in a room, they'll they'll write Shakespeare. That's right. Once in a while, the <laughs> dog gets a bone. Even a blind squirrel gets a nut every once in a while. <laughs> but going on to uh, the movie, I mean, you have that. I mean, Spider-Man alone is worth uh, yep. just to see it. I paid twice to go see Spider-Man for a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go that far, but, uh, you know, I, I, I see your point. Um, and then, of course, the X-Men. I mean, of course, you're you're wondering where how far Hugh Jackman's going to be in it as Wolverine, because that's one of, the, of course the biggest one of the biggest draws. I gotta be honest, I don't think I've seen him once in the trailers. He's going to be in the movie. <laughs> okay, I mean, <laughs> I know he's going to be in the movie. That's that's all I can tell you at this point. I don't know much more than that. I think it's just going to be a cameo, not a uh, like a a big part, kind of like a, okay, a, the, uh, uh, first class. All right, so. Uh, because you'll fi- you'll find out why he's not going to be involved in the whole movie, you know, in a way, and that's going to be probably ties into well, can't tie into uh, Wolverine three because rumors have it, it all, it's all pointing to a, a future story. Yes. So unless X Men, unless he gets pulled out of uh, Apocalypse and gets tossed into the future, yeah, the future, the future, uh. All right, uh, yeah, because I'm looking here. I don't even see full cast. I don't even see him. I guess maybe it is a cameo because I do not see Hugh Jackman's name even on the on top of the list. Not even on and, the and, top. and like I said, I only read one article that they said that he is going to be there. Uh, they they saw him at at a, a site, right? You know, so it might have been a day shoot for him, and that was it. Just like uh, uh, you know, what I just realized. Okay. Couple things on IMDb. Now I don't care. I don't know if this means anything at all as far as where a person gets listed in like the list lineup of stars because it's never really an alphabetical order. Right. But um, Sophie Turner's first, Jennifer Lawrence is second, Olivia Munn is third. Yeah. And then Os- Oscar Isaac. Now I would think now I. It took me a minute to realize who Oscar Isaac is. He's Poe Dameron. Yes. I did not know that until I saw his name. Yeah. Like, I was like, who's playing Apocalypse? I never heard of this guy. And then I see, you know, um, he called Star Wars, and I'm like, that guy who plays Poe Dameron is pretty good. I like him. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, wait, that's the guy playing Apocalypse? Uh, all right. I mean, you have my money anyway, but uh, this kind of, I mean, you had, the deal. you had my money when it's, I saw Olivia Munn. And then you comp- you you team her up with Jennifer Lawrence. I'm like, all right, I'm um, you have me intrigued. You know, um, I I adore Sophie Turner. She plays Sansa Stark on Game of Thrones, which starts in about an uh, uh, hour and a half. Yeah. So good thing uh, we only have a half hour left in that show because I personally would rather be there than here. <laughs> 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 good thing we have a thing called DVR. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm there. You know, obviously I'm I'm gonna be seeing it, but I do think you're right that I think Cap's gonna be bringing into more money. But I am curious to see. I do think X Men's gonna win that weekend, barely. I I think it's gonna be a close, close, close race. Close to close race, close folks. Race. It's hard to tell at this point with, with which way they're gonna go. All right, well now let's go to a second question. Yeah, okay. Are you Team Cap or Team Iron Man? Because I think I kind of know which side you're gonna be on. Really? I think so. Well, wait, wait, let's start with you then. Oh, I'm team I'm team Iron Man all the way. Yeah. I am I am the 
billionaire playboy philanthropist guy. I want the big ass bash at the end of the fight. You know, him going, dude, we won. Let's party. Yeah. Um, uh, Captain America to me would be like, we won. It's a shame. You know, <laughs> <laughs> all the lives that, you know, what we did, blah, blah, blah. He'd be more moralistic about it. He's the Superman of the Marvel Universe. Okay. Except he can't fly. He's all truth, justice, the American, you know, the boring stuff. <laughs> I mean, as much as I love the Captain America movies, I mean, I still think Winter Soldier is really up there as far as just on a, on a movie level of, of, on its own. You know, I said it back then, and I'm always going to say, you could take the, the spandex out of that movie, and it's still a really good movie. Yeah, it it becomes more of a, of, a, of a spy thriller than a comic book movie, mm-hmm. and I think that works well. And the people who wrote that wrote this. Yeah, so I think that it, that it's going to be really really good. But I, I I'm I'm Team Iron Man. I've okay. always I, which one are you? You know I I, I you, you're not going to be surprised by this. Uh, Team I, Cap, I, King Cap, <laughs> because of because of what it is. I mean the the story is about like putting the the superheroes in check, and I also have a, a registration of it. Well, yeah, it, it seems to be that whole, like, hey, with all the shit that's been going on, you guys um, should be, like, a little reined in a little bit. Yeah. And they they, they want to register these superheroes. I don't like, know. If, are they really doing the register part? I, I that's, I'm assuming so. I, I, okay. I, I'm, I don't know. I, I haven't seen the movie, right. obviously. I was like, I, have you, Ed? <laughs> I wish I have already. Um, I just think that, that that's going to be the main focus of it. Because why have you go, oh, we're going to keep you in check. How? Like, how, how are you going to do that? Well, I think it's it's probably more so aligns that you guys are going to work for us. You're stopping. You're because Shield is no longer around. You're not. You're not working behind the government anymore. Now you're now going to have to work for the government, and we're going to tell you where to go and what to do. And because I General Ross is in it, yeah. But from what I understand, he's not the general anymore. He's Secretary of State. Okay. So he might be kind of doing the old look. You guys have been free reign this whole time. You guys need to listen to us. We're going to now tell you where to go because people are scared of you. That whole, like, right. the it's the collateral damage that you guys have done for the last 10 years, you know, destroying buildings and things like that where you, someone's got to be held responsible. Right, accountability. Accountability. And the only way to kind of reserve that accountability is if we, if you guys work for us, we can send you where you need to go where we can kind of control you guys. Right. But I, I if, if it's, to me, I'm kind of split now that you say that. Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry. If it's the registration, I think it's Team Captain America. If it's just keeping the check, the government telling you what to do, then yeah, I'm all for Iron uh, Man. All, <laughs> I mean, I, that's my guess. From the like, my guess is just as good as yours because I did not see the movie either. I'm just piecing together from what I've seen from the trailers. Trailers and being a fan of the comic book, I don't know how much of that co- the the superhero registration act they're going to try pulling in on that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, and and what role does a Black Panther playing it because he's obviously Team Cap. Um, I'm sorry, Team Iron Man. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like maybe it's it's you know he's looking at it from coming. I still think that the fight between Iron Man and the Hulk in Age of Ultron happened in Wakanda. Yeah, and he was there and he saw the devastation that happened to his town and his people. He wants someone to answer for that. Right. I mean, not, maybe not necessarily heads or roll kind of thing, but if these guys don't work for your government, who do they work for and why aren't they working for your government? Because 
they all are kind of American. That's what, that's what makes me think it's more of like a registration where they're going right. to keep everybody in check that way. And he's going to go, I want to push that in the United States, you know, because I want, I want your government to keep these people in check and keep them out of my country. Because okay. Black Panther doesn't want outsiders yeah. to come into it's like, fuck you, my yeah. town. Yeah. You know, I'm king of my castle. Right. Norton, I'm king of my castle. Cat, I'm king of the castle. Bang, zoom, right, in the, right to the moon. I can't <laughs> believe you went from. Went from Black Panther to, as you would call Ralph Cramden. It's the beauty of me, man. The beauty of me. <laughs> I'm glad you could appreciate it. <laughs> Cat in America, huh? <laughs> I'm king of this castle. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I mean, I think this movie is going to be a phenomenal opening weekend. I mean, oh, again, yeah. I mean, just again, the, the cavalcade of stars that they have, and it's just going to be mind blowing. I mean, yeah, it's, like, it's going to go. You're going to forget Batman v Superman altogether. Yeah, you see this movie. You're probably people are going to be walking out going, "Oh, so that's how you fix plot holes." <laughs> <laughs> Like, I think it's going to have more of an impact, I think. But again, I kind of feel like it would naturally happen that way anyway because you have seen Captain America and Iron Man together for so long and that when it it becomes this battle of, it's not necessarily one's right and one's wrong. I think it's more of a how we handle a situation or two from two different extremes. And it's a clash of, of you might say, friends or brothers for almost. Like that kind of sibling spat that happens between family members where one guy feels like he's totally right and the other guy feels like he's totally right. Yeah. And the, well, that's the thing. I think I think Avengers movies have really brought that kind of relationship in a, in a, that way where they're butting heads more than – Yeah. Know, they're, they're on the same side, but the mm-hmm. way they go about it is two different ways. You saw that scene kind of – you saw the seed for that argument in Age of Ultron when him and Cap are, are chopping wood. You know, where they kind of have this disagreement almost. And I I think that that carries over where I I still think Iron Man's like, you know what? Government's right. Yeah, granted, I've been the problem for most of it. And if I'm willing to say that we need to be checked and it's mostly my fault, it's probably a good idea. But I I really did see in the first Avengers movie when they were going after Loki. And they were, the three of them are fighting in that that forest area. And then the two of them are kind of almost fighting amongst each other trying to get Loki, like, Right. You know, how do we do this? And, you know, Captain America has one way and Iron yeah. Man has another. Yeah, I'm a, I forget the exact uh, uh, phrasing that, that Iron Man used when he jumped out to go get Thor, you know, to get Loki. He goes, well, it was, we like, Captain America goes, we, knows, we need a plan to attack. He goes, I do have a plan. It's attack. And he just jumps right. in and takes off. Yeah, and I think that that's, yeah, okay, you get that whole, oh, he's a cocky little gun. But then as you see, it builds up because in, in Age of Ultron, he's like, almost like the mad scientist. Like, we have a right to do this because this is going to be good for the world yeah. because of that wacky vision that, that you know Scarlet Witch put into his head, which is probably going to come to somewhat of a fruition with, you know, Infinity War. Yeah. But you kind of see that, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm Team Iron Man because I do kind of believe that maybe there's a little bit of a, they do need a little bit of a collaring because, you know, it's it could hurt somebody. <laughs> and plus, also, I, I like Iron Man more than I like Captain America. That's more of a now, person. Now. More, even back then. Are I mean, I, okay, let me put it this way. No, no, no. Okay, no, no, no hold on, hold on. Okay. I, I know you're going to say, like, I've always said how much I hated Iron Man. Yeah. I hated Captain America way more. <laughs> Honestly, 
never liked Captain America. And I liked, I, I would say I liked him even less because I'm not a big Superman fan as far as comic books because I did, I just compared him as two overgrown Boy Scouts who were truth, justice, and the American way. And, and Iron Man was just a drunk, where you, a rich drunk guy with a suit. Yeah. And I never really could get behind that as a, as a character in comic books. And I totally couldn't get behind the whole, we're American proud kind of thing from Cap. So I never really, you know, got towards either of them. But I would say, like, in my childhood, I would rather read Iron Man than Captain America. Okay. If someone threw two, two comic books in front of my face, I'd be like, well, Iron Man's got the suit at least. You yeah. know, <laughs> Cap's just got the shield. You know? He's more relatable He's, Iron Man. I could be him. I, Captain America is just you know, a really, really old guy with good skincare products. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forget the whole super soldier serum. <laughs> forget the frozen in a block of ice. Uh, you know, let's face it. I mean, okay, yeah, he was frozen in carbon height before he was tre- trendy. <laughs> Lucas stole it from Captain America. <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm Team Cap because he's just more charming. That's what he right. is. Um, anyway, so go ahead. Um, so, I, I'm I'm Team Team Iron Man. You're Team Cap. Yep. Oh, Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you'll have to find out. Well, who prevails? I think in this fight, nobody wins. <laughs> it always ends that way. <laughs> you know, it's, it's gonna it's gonna come to that kind of like each one's gonna see the other side. I think at at, at some point, like Iron Man's gonna see the fact when they start putting him in the check, like they're like, no, 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 you can't do that, Iron Man. He's like, wait, what the fuck? You know, like I'm Iron Man. Like, uh, but I'm, I'm Iron, Iron Man. Man. Look at me. <laughs> I create all this stuff. I built you your weapons that you use on a, right. on a daily basis now to defend our country. Yeah. I mean, uh, he could be looking at it from the the, the philanthropist as angle too. Is government contract? Yeah. You know, like so he's already a company man because he's like Stark Industries is making all these defense weapons for the government. We're a defense weapon, so we should be working for the government. Which I just find it so <laughs> odd that they do that because the whole time when Iron Man, the fact that he did like they wanted the suit basically, they wanted right. I mean, he's like I'm Iron Man. That's slavery, so no, like right, like, like, they, they they address that in Iron Man too. Yeah, right. Which they that's why Rhodey was there, um, unless something happens. I mean, obviously, it looks like something happens to Rhodey, that maybe that's what makes him change his mind. Yeah, you know, to kind of be like, shit, if we were part of a governmental plan, government plan. Yeah, I I really think it happens to be the Winter Soldier is going to be a key element of the whole thing. Well, yeah, obviously, we've seen enough of the trailers to right. kind of right, put y- that together. Y- you see. Very good there, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Obvious. Yeah. Thank you very much. That's right. Captain America's younger cousin. <laughs> From his mother's side. <laughs> Nobody talks about her side. <laughs> ah, Captain Obvious. Yeah, little suit with a big giant eye on it. And you see someone just drinking. He's drinking. Captain Obvious. Thank you. <laughs> hey, look, there's a crime. That's it. He's just obvious about everything. Scratching his ass. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Two plus two is four. Yes, we know. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Just just doing my job. Now I'll pedal my bike away. Ring, 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 ring. All right, so um, would you care to do uh, 
move on to what were you looking up there, Ed? Nothing, nothing. Okay. I was, I, I, I was like, is it, is it an I for obvious? I don't know. Oh, see again, I could break down 147 minutes, but I can't. I don't know how to spell obvious. <laughs> you did the math so well. We should have <laughs> let you go with that. All right. It, it, it evens out. <laughs> Sometimes I get, I'm very like, hey, look, there's that moment of clarity. And, you know, hey, 147, two hours and 27 minutes. Obvious. It starts with an I. <laughs> obvious. Say it in a sentence. Yes. You're being very Captain Obvious. Um, ob- obvious. 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 I ain't. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> right now, a 10-year-old and a spelling bee going, even I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> you see me walk away as my bunch of 10-year-olds just giggle at me <laughs> as I walk off the stage. Man, sad Hulk music playing behind me. <laughs> what happened? Put an eye in obvious. Well, there is an eye in obvious. Not where I put it. <laughs> Where'd you put it? At the beginning? Oh. <laughs> oh. Here, 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 we feel better, Sean. Yeah. Huh? Well, uh, how many minutes? How many? Uh, what's the running time on 147 minutes? <laughs> uh, two hours and 27 minutes? Good boy. <laughs> Don't you feel better about yourself? I do. <laughs> Here's a cookie. Now go away. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so tell this idiot what's coming out next, what he's going to spend his money on next week. I, you know what? I don't think there really is anything you're going to spend your money on this week. Okay. Let's, let's find out, though. Let's find out. Uh, first one is Ride Along 2 is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. That seems a little fast. Does it? Yeah, it does. That came out in Jan- uh, January, I think. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Krampus is also coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. Yeah, it's a horror movie. All right. Uh. For some reason, why? <laughs> Again, oh, okay. That's uh, Jane got a gun. Natalie Portman is starring in a in a direct to. Uh, I don't know. It might have been out in the theater. I didn't see it. Limited, I didn't even... limited run type thing. Right. Jane Jane got a gun is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. Yeah, it's a theme song sung by Iris Smith. Jane got, got a gun. gun. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. What else? Uh, the Last Man on the Moon. Isn't this that movie that we were talking about uh, about a month ago? No, that was just called Moon. Oh. With uh, Sam Rockwell? Yes. Yeah. No, no that's no. not the movie. Never mind, everybody. That's, that's right. coming out, though, but <laughs> it's yeah. not the movie I was thinking Maybe of. somebody out there is like, you know, is a fan of that Last Man on the Moon. All right. Uh, these are these next are cartoons that are, are, uh, I remember as a kid enjoyed fondly was uh, Crazy Lay Crane. The Inspector and and the Arbark. These were basically Pink Panther cartoon movies when they had the Pink Panther cartoon show oh, on. I think yeah. it was in the eighties, so they're coming out on uh, Blu-ray and DVD. I remember the Andy Arbark. Yeah, I remember. Oh wow, Andy Arbark and the Inspector. I remember those. Those were those. I I used to like them a lot as a kid. Yeah. To this set, that means there was probably like a whole twenty of them that we saw in nauseam. And well, the Crazy Lakes Crane has sixteen cartoons. The Inspector had thirty-four cartoons. Ooh. And Ant and Arvark had 17 cartoons. Wow. And I liked Ant and Arvark a lot more than the Inspector. And you know, you're a big Warner Brothers fan, Bugs Bunny. And yes, I stuff. am. Wabbit, season one, part one is coming out. This is a Cartoon Network uh, show that's been out. It's pretty funny. Uh, I've seen a couple of the episodes. I enjoyed it. So uh, that's coming out if you want to check that out on DVD. I probably will. 
Okay. Uh, Hot in Cleveland, the complete series is coming out. Speaking of Betty White earlier. Yeah, look at that. There you go. Nice segue, Ed. All right, look at me being all fort thought right and everything. (laughs) (laughs) All right, if you want to say that. But that is all I have for releases of the week. I think it was a pretty late week in terms of it. I don't know if there's any honorable mentions Um, or movies that I missed. I I do, actually, believe it or not. Uh, I have Death Becomes Her. Oh, that's right. I forgot to put that on the list. It's okay. Dude, it's all right, man. It's, you you know, it's okay. It's okay, man. If you did put it on the list, then I have nothing to add. Um, I, I like that. I like this movie a lot. I wasn't, I'm not a big fan of the Bruce Willis mustache, but, uh, I, I do like the movie. Um, Meryl Streep, Goldie Hawn. Yeah. You know, it's a whole, um, Isabella Rossellini, Robert Zemeckis film. Very funny, very dark comedy. You might black comedy. They call it. I just, I, I appreciate this movie only because it was so different than every other movie that you kind of see in a lot of theaters, you know, a lot of romantic comedies or you know dark comedies right. that are out there but this was one of those movies that was just like so like you've never seen it before right i haven't seen it before right and i haven't seen it since that you know somebody could be immortal and the problems that they have <sighs> i remember um when i used to work at the video distributor mm-hmm. we got a standee for death becomes her right before it hit on videotape and i put it together and what I liked about the standee was that it wasn't just a normal three-dimensional standee. It was three-dimensional in the part where, if you look at the movie poster, you see Goldie Hawn has got a hole in her stomach, and Bruce Willis's hand is through her stomach holding a candelabra. Yeah. Well, in the standee, it was so three-dimensional that you could actually see his hand through her stomach. You know, it was like a three D effect because you had to put the you had to put her on first, and then his hand, and then the candelabra. Yeah. So it made it look like that candelabra wasn't just a two dimensional image; it was three dimensional through her. Right. It was very. I you know people are like big deal. You put together sl- slot A to B. <laughs> look, but that have... was innovative back in the day. Yes. Look, dude, keep giving me a break. I can't spell obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, it's in three D. Yeah, the whole thing's in three D, you idiot. That's how your eyes work. (laughs) 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 All right. All right. You got any uh, video games coming out this week? Well, yes, I do. Ooh, Vixens from Vixen. Vixens from Venus. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Tales from. I'm sorry. Tales from the Borderlands by 2K. For the PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and PC. And that is a Tuesday release. Okay, and I know you're thinking, what's that game about? Yes. There's a game by um, Gearbox called Borderlands. They yeah. made a Borderlands, Borderlands 2, yeah. Borderlands a pre-sequel. Well, Telltale Games, who have um, created story-based games, where it's kind of a choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing, where you get to pick and choose what your actions are. They got together with Gearbox to actually create um, a story about some of the characters. Or a, kind of like a, a separate story set in that world. So it's not like a first-person shooter kind of game at all. It's it's more of a, hey, here's your some wacky characters, and they're on a wacky adventure. And it's, we need to find this. Let's go hunt, peck, and click kind of right. like, how, uh, like how Wolf Among Us, the Walking Dead games are. That's the their... 
Game of Thrones game is. I had to make sure I had to think that through. Game of Thrones game. Yeah. yeah. And they're also got the okay to do a Batman game, too. A Telltale Batman game. So I'm I'm interested. I'm excited for that as well. Okay. But yeah, so that, that's more of it's not for those people who are familiar with Borderlands, probably already know that, oh, it's not a first person shooter game. But there are some people going, well, I always wanted to get in Borderlands. Maybe this was a place to start. No, because it's not a first person shooter game. It's a story based driven right. game. Right. Okay. All right, what else? You got anything else? Yes. Uh, Stranger of Sword City by NIS America for the PS Vita. And that's also a Tuesday release. Oh, okay. I know nothing about that one. <laughs> okay. Anything else? Sega 3D Classic Collection by Sega of America for the 3DS, and that's a Friday release. Oh, no, that's sorry, that's a Tuesday release. My apologies. For who? What's it for? It's uh, for the 3DS. It's a Tuesday release, though. Oh wow! Does it tell you what kind of games come on it? Uh, it's okay if it doesn't. It might. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find them real quick here off the list here. It's just there's just nine games basically. That's all it tells you. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog, Rise from uh, oh, Altered Beasts. Uh, wow, I'm sorry. Uh, Galaxy Force 3, or Galaxy Force 2, and uh, Thunderblade are some of the wow. games that are coming out on this on this uh, collection. Okay. I'm sorry, I just saw a movie that's coming out next week. It's not really a movie, but it's a collection. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spoil now. Ted versus Flash Gordon, the ultimate collection. Yes. What do you? What does that mean? You'll just have to find out next week. That's right. Because I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did see that. It was going to be put on the list. And finally, for video games, Pokemon Rumble World by Nintendo America for the 3DS. So that is a Friday release. Woo! Ooh. And that is all the games we have for releases of the week. Okay. Um. All right. Well, I do have. Uh, I have a story. You do. I do. Well, I have a review. Okay. Um, Ratchet and Clank. Ah, okay. I bought it because I, I I've never really was a big, huge Ratchet and Clank fan when I had the PS2 yes. or PS3. Um, I just never got I just never got into them. Mm-hmm. And with the whole, the, hey, there's a movie coming out at the end of the month of April, and there's the video game coming out, and I hear, and it was kind of cheap. It's only like forty dollars for the game, which I thought was relatively cheap for a new game. Yeah. Like, um, and I heard good things about it. Okay. So I'm like, all right, you know what? Uh, I got a little extra scratch this week, a little extra something, something, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to treat myself to a pre-owned version of that game. I like that. And then pre-owned. <laughs> well, that's because if, it's, if I don't like it, I got a week to return it. All right. All right. You know? Makes sense. Makes there sense. you go. That's GameStop rules. Uh, so... But I'm actually enjoying the game. I'm actually I'm I'm probably gonna keep this until I decide to finish it and trade it in for to something else. Okay. Um, it's fun. It's like a platform kind of game. You know, it's, it's nothing really. Not it's not super hard. It's also not super difficult, and there's also playability to it because apparently, like, there's an e a casual, a normal, and a difficult okay. levels to it. Um, there's things that you. To have to un- you get better weapons, crazy wacky weapons. Like I have uh, a weapon where you shoot a disco ball, and instead of killing any any of them, they all decide to dance, which distracts them long enough for me to actually kill them with like another gun or hit them with, over the head with something. Okay. So you know, there's that moment where there's like a spinning mirrored ball, and you see a bunch of bad guys just kind of dancing to disco music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, it's cute. Yeah. 
Um, it's got its moments. It's like I said, it's it's thoroughly it's enjoyable. It takes away the um, stress of if you're playing like a Dark Souls three or a Fallout, like something that's that's story driven, yeah. something that you know you're going to be spending like two hundred hours in. Um, but this week because I, I you know I did the Dark Souls three. We talked about it last week. Um, I'm killing time basically until roughly the second weekend in May, uh, the 17th of May, when Revolution Homefront comes out. Honestly, the only reason why I'm buying this game is only because it's set in Philadelphia. Right. And I feel like I'm kind of obligated to get a game that's based in my hometown. I, I like to see how well they did. Right. You know, um, so I'm kind of going back, because I do have games that I have not picked up in a while, one of them being Witcher. I went back, and I was continuing playing that for a little bit, and I was like, all right, you know, I got a little further, um, I finished, uh, this is how far behind I am. I only finished basically the second act out of a three-act tier. Which I've had the game for over a year at this point. So it kind of gives you an idea. But I like, what I like about it is that it does tell me what level I should attempt that quest on. And I'm above that minimum required level, I guess you can kind of say. So I'm like, all right, this I can easily flow into that. Not the case with my other thing. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm like, all right, you know what? I haven't played Fallout 4 in a while. All right. Forgot where I was in Fallout 4. All right. The moment I log in, right, um, I remember I, I sign, I go in, I would start the game, la, 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 la. First thing I see up is a guy in a big giant power armor suit going, you ready? And I'm like, what? <laughs> what about? Like, I completely, like, there's that meme where it has Captain Jack Sparrow looking all, like, befuddled. Yeah. And it says, your face when you return to a save game that you haven't played in a while, you know, that kind of, um, what am I doing? So what am I supposed to do? Right. Had that feeling. Cause, <laughs> cause when I started, he's just standing there right. and he's not even just standing in front of me. He's actually standing on a computer console because of the rendering, I guess, because the way the game plays, there's, they don't have every once in a while, someone will stand on something that they shouldn't be standing on. Right. So I got this guy in his power armor, Going, okay, you're ready when, you know, are you ready? Let's go. And I'm just kind of like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> like, uh, yes. Like, uh, I mean, luckily there's an option for me to kind of say, no, give me a minute. Yeah. So I hit that right away because I was just like, I really don't know what I'm supposed to be doing here. Like, what quest is this? Is there another quest I can come, I can go to first? Like, oh, yeah. so I had a look and I realized what I, you know, what that quest was. And I was like, hey, you know what? What the hell? Let me go with this guy. You know, and uh, I, that's kind of, that's really basically my whole story. It's just that going back to a game and not knowing what I've, I thought it was very funny from my perspective because I was just like, yeah, not a clue. Like, well, I've done that. I've done that like in God of War. I've played where I've gotten so far in the game and I've gotten away from it because other things happen. And right. I'm not playing games. And I'm like, I want to get back to God of War and I want to, I want to finish this game. Now you, you figure it's a hack and slash movie. There is not the, a movie game. It's, 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 <laughs> it's all right, man. It's all right, man. I want to catch myself before you caught me. <laughs> uh, I was going to let it slide. Uh, to me, as far as a checklist of drink. Yeah. <laughs> Purple rain. All right. Uh, so playing that game, it's so easy. It's very linear, very linear, which means, you know, you, there's a, there's a path that's not open world where you go anywhere in this right. world. You just pretty much, but I go, where am I? And what am I supposed to be doing at this point? <laughs> I'm lost. And why am I here? Like, like, why am I in this land? Like, what am I supposed to get? What, what, what's my motivation? Right. <laughs> exactly. You're Kratos. Your motivation is to kill everybody. But no, no, really. What's, what does my soul desire? <laughs> the head of the Gorgon? 
uh, that's a good start, but I think I already have that. Uh, you know? <laughs> it's like, I'm like, am I supposed to get some kind of crystal? Am I supposed to get some kind of staff? Am I supposed to get, like, uh, you know, the wings of uh, whatever his name was? <laughs> I flew close to the sun. Like, what, what was, what's the point of why I'm here now at this point? Because it's been so long, and I've, I've done that over and over again. And I actually have to go back to, like, a previous save game or, like, I actually, one time I started from the beginning because I was like, I was so lost, I didn't know what to do. Uh-oh. I was going to say, this is what it is. We won again. This is good. This is Kratos. What is best in life? The open step. Three towards. Tokens at your wrist. Wind in your hair. Wrong! Conan, what is best in life? Crush your enemies. See them driven before you. And hear the lamentation of their women. the limitation of the women that's kratos's main job so when you get into that game you're just kind of like what's my motivation that (laughs) destroy everybody because there's so many times you could actually walk by whatever it is you're supposed to pick up yeah and just i'll keep hack slashing away and i'm like you get stopped at a point you're like all right i can't go any further why am I here? You're consumed by bloodlust, Ed. Yes. You're not aware of your surroundings, or you're just like swinging, swinging those those knives, swing, 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 kill, the death, murder. Of chaos. The chaos. blades of chaos rain down upon thee. You know, ooh, quick time event, circle, circle, X, square, <laughs> snap their neck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, you're soaked in blood, panting heavily, going. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> exactly. exactly. I'm sorry. I just lost total dragon time. I'm such a scatterbrain sometimes. <laughs> you just hear that voice coming out of Kratos. It's like, oh my God, what was I supposed to do? I'm so sorry. I got so swept over, over in the killing and the maiming and the neck stabbing. Oh, God, what am I supposed to do? I know it's tip my tongue. What, what is it? What is it? What is it? Oh, yeah, Henry Gorgon. <laughs> Let me go back and get that. <laughs> oh, Zeus's Thunderbolts. That's right. Oh, that's, that's right. right. Uh, what was my motivation? Oh, Zeus killed my family. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Ares. It was Ares. Now I'm after Zeus. I don't know. Even I'm confused now. Like, where's, where's the, what's her face? The hot chick that I always wind up sleeping with. Uh, the goddess of love. Jeez, uh, um, it's right there on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Oh God, I can't think of her name. <laughs> really? Are you just? Yeah, I'm serious. I can't think of her name. That is acting. <laughs> I'm waiting for the big punchline. Oh, I can't remember. Not really. I can't remember her name. What is it? With my tongue, I can't think. <laughs> Aphrodite. There you go. It was Aphrodite. <laughs> <laughs> acting. Thank you. <laughs> Aphrodite. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and, and, <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for this big punch. <laughs> and it goes nowhere. Because <laughs> I'm totally serious. Because <laughs> you have that look. <laughs> you have that look. <laughs> Because you have that look on their face like, I, I know I'm going to move this. Just let me go. Yeah. I'm going to do it right. You're going to laugh hilarious. This is going to be funny. And then... Was it not? 
<laughs> it's like, I really don't know. <laughs> Genius. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Comedy. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. I figured if they stall long enough, it would hit me. <laughs> it did. So, <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you do a podcast. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of my story. Like, uh, I that's there uh, you have it. So yeah, you're you're wandering around Kratos. Yes. I was wandering around in Fallout. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have I have, I still have to finish the last game of God of War. Speaking of God of War though. God I, of War Ascension? Yeah. That was a good game. I, it was. I mean it's probably got something <laughs> like nothing else. I I remember playing the first few boards and that's it. Like it's been so long and I'm thinking I know I didn't go back and finish the game. It's the only God of War game I've never finished. At this point you can just start over again. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. It's <laughs> fine with me because it's you know, I have no clue. I keep thinking about going back and replaying God of War 3 because it's out for the PS4, like a remastered edition for like 20 bucks. I'm going, hey, you know what? For 20 bucks, I could probably play that game again. Um, I remember kind of sort of finishing it. I remember getting to Zeus. I just don't remember what happens after Zeus because I'm not really sure if I beat him or not. <laughs> like, I remember being all, I think I did miss like one collectible and that always bothers me. Yeah. It was one of those collectibles is where, you know, when you start a board and you automatically start going forward. And, and and the gaming instinct of me, I've done it so many times, is no matter where you start on a board, turn around. Yeah. Go back to where you came, yeah. supposedly, because usually there's a tchotchke back there that people always tend to forget. Mm. And it was one of those tchotchkes that I forgot because I was like blindly in the rage going, i kill everything. Get to kill the crush our enemies and for the limitations of the women. Ah, ah. <laughs> hack, hack, slash, slash, slash. Ooh, I think I forgot something. Like, <laughs> shit, I'm sorry. Can I go back? Oh, I can't. Damn it. Uh, ooh. Um, fuck it. You know, <laughs> guess I won't get that trophy. So, yeah, there you have it, folks. I mean, I guess uh, we'll just go get a break and come back. Uh, got anything else to add? No, I was talking to you earlier about the, the movies. I oh, yes. I'm I sorry. Yeah. I don't know if you wanted to really talk about this. Yeah, sure. Why not? This was kind of like one of those type of things. Because... I don't want to bring it down, or it was because when Prince came out, these movies were I was watching. These were very old movies. One was A Few Good Men. I love that movie. You, know, you I, can't I, handle the truth, right? And you have Ed's Ed's trade. Ed's doing the other. I can't think of a name. He, he can't be as funny as Sean, so he's just gonna pause. <laughs> Give me Kevin Kevin Bacon. No, no, the Tom Cruise, the Jack General, Nicholson, Jack Nicholson. All right. <laughs> Can't think of Nicholson's name. Ladies and gentlemen, survey says <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Ding, yep. ding, 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 ding. This is this is gonna be like the whole time I'm telling this story because there's actors I'm gonna mention their names. Oh, I get to play name that guy <laughs> in that thing. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like him. I'm like, like he is. I think 80 at this point. I think he just turned 80. Oh yeah, I think 79 or 80. Yeah, he's he's up there. But he's back up there. then, he was. And he's like, he's like an icon. I mean, yes. watching that, especially that performance. Oh, yeah. yeah. When he goes, people are going to be freaking out. Yeah. The Joker dies. Yes. Again. Again. You know. Uh, you know, and I saw Blue Thunder. This is a movie I haven't seen in probably 20 years easy. Ladies and gentlemen, Blue Thunder is a movie set in, I think, 1986. Yes. Where Roy Scheider plays a uh, helicopter pilot for the most advanced um, police force. Police force. With the the latest in tech, which is a giant helicopter called Blue Thunder, 
Uh, Malcolm McDowell is also in it. He plays the villain. That's that's the other actor's <laughs> name I was going to mention. The fact that like he is this, this I think, actor. I think Linda Hamilton's in it too. I don't really care. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that that wasn't that wasn't the reason why that's not the reason why i bring it up Sean. yeah went Mal- a little too far <laughs> malcolm mcdowell's the name i was looking for <laughs> watching that movie it was just i was like if you haven't seen the movie it's a good one it was close 1983 Ooh, i was close yes all right but it, it was one of those like you, you when you think of malcolm mcdowell all the performances was it is in or has done it's just amazing. Like he just gives you an Oscar-winning performance almost every time. And then Linda Hamilton find that movie. I just want to throw it there because right, right now I don't so, remember Helen Hamilton being in that. I movie just remember that eighties hair, and it's probably Candy Clark. It was probably yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. I just uh, I think eighties, and I think eighties hair. I think Linda Hamilton in Terminator Two. So uh, in my mind. Everyone was on the Hamilton at that point. So, I'm sorry, but I wanted to throw out that because right now somebody's a big Blue Thunder fan hearing you talking, going, "It wasn't her," you know. So I just want to correct myself. Two, maybe two. All right. All right. I mean, don't get me wrong; it was a good movie. It was a really. Good it's movie. a great movie, and but it's one of those movies you don't think about. Like if if you go great movies in the '80s, Blue Thunder would never be on your list of thinking of movies. Of that period. And the thing is, the only reason why I really was interested in that movie was two reasons. One, Malcolm McDowell was in it, Caligula, uh, and, you know, Clockwork Orange. But Roy Scheider's in it, and at the time, you know, he he rode that Jaws wave forever. He was already a good actor, but having him in Jaws really propelled him into that kind of iconic, you know, level of movie star. The only thing I think that Roy Scheider kind of hurt his career was the Sequest uh, television series. Ah, oh, see, I like that show. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's a good show. <laughs> but the ratings of everybody else, yeah, everybody yeah. else does not agree with you. Well, I, I think that at that point, you know, he was on his decline. and It was like, I need a job yeah. kind of thing. Because the wave of, yeah, what else you got? Uh, we can get you killed kill a giant shark again. Been there, done that twice. You know, yeah. okay, well, uh, how about we get you back in the water, huh? <laughs> huh? Roy Scheider is in a giant, you know, submarine. submarine. And then you get trapped in time. Yeah. Because I think they went forward in time, back in time. And there was, it's been so long since I've seen There that was a show. time thing going on there. Yeah. And Peter DeLuise in it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, it was the thing that the, the kid that was in that show, he, he committed after, suicide. Committed suicide after the show got canceled. Yeah. So. Yeah. I loved that show. Yeah. I loved that. I, mean, I thought it was a great show. But again, my pull was Roy Scheider. So well, that's the thing, like, like, like stuff like that happens and you, you kind of see these stars and you're like, wow, like how great this performance is. Because the thing is with Malcolm McDowell was <laughs> right after, literally right after Blue Thunder, I think it was like, this is the Michael McDowell marathon. <laughs> <laughs> and the next thing you see is Tank Girl. <clears throat> and you go, wow, you really have all that. You're going to go from Blue Thunder to, ta- to Tank Girl? And I'm like, well, you know, it f- makes sense. <laughs> Malcolm McDowell's both in both movies. It deals with a with a, a a war machine of some kind. That is true. <laughs> right? That is true. You know, and and he plays the villain in both movies. I, I, there's very rarely does Malcolm McDowell play the hero in any movie. Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> but you you watch him and you, you know he's having fun doing this movie. Yeah, there's some just some actors like like Jack Nicholson, Malcolm McDowell. They're just they're just they're there and they they their presence alone is just worth the go seeing the movie. Yeah. When they perform, it's just a performance that you go, wow, that was just awesome. You know, the movie was shit, but you, his performance. 
like it's funny like well, i i brought up caligula because when malcolm mcdowell and helen Mirren were making that movie they didn't know about all the porn stuff that was being filmed but it was a crazy set anyway like i love the i have the blu-ray it's got this really great documentary on how how crazy it was you know the idea of having these major stars and then all of a sudden go from acting to porn you know, it was it was on a completely another level. Yeah. You know, and it's still a great fucking movie with or without the porn. And, and but but it seems like Malcolm without every movie that he's in, he always gives that tour de force acting ability. Like, yeah. you know, let's face it, he, he he's the man who killed Captain Kirk. Yes. You know. <laughs> Uh, shot him. Actually, no, he didn't shoot him. He had to, in the book, he shot in the original script. He's supposed to shoot him in the back. Yeah, but he did not. He had to give Captain Kirk a hero's funeral. Yes. No. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and you see any other old movies, or you just wanted to bring up that the, was, you know, the brilliance of Malcolm McDowell? The brilliance of Malcolm McDowell was pretty much uh, it. okay. Just right. uh, so reminiscing about some old great movies that you know if you. Happen to see them, go see them, or if you want to rent them, they're definitely worth watching. But you know what? I actually do have a... a oh, except for Tank Girl. Except for Tank Girl. Right now, a bunch of people, a bunch of geeks are going, Tank Girl's a goddamn good movie yet. I have it on DVD. Uh, yeah, but have you seen it? Yes, Wait, I've, not, not on DVD, now. Okay. It was on TV. That's how, That's I, how I, I saw it. I watched it. I did watch the whole thing. My, my dad's the same way. Like, I'll, walk, I'll come walk in. He'll be watching a movie on TV like John Wick. I think I walked in, you know, in the house, and there he is watching John Wick. I'm like, oh, John Wick. He's like, yeah, I love this movie. I always make sure that I have, you know, whenever it comes on, I'm like, you do know it's sitting like 10 feet away from you in that DVD case, right? That Blu-ray case. He's like, yeah, I know, but that requires me to get up. <laughs> I understand your father. Said, That's the same way. My, mother, my wife did that to me. She goes, she goes, you have that on Blu-ray or DVD. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I got to get up and Yeah, but it's all the way over there. It's on TV right now. <laughs> it's on TV right now. And yeah, sure, I'm catching it from the, the middle, but I know how it starts. But it's right there. That's a whole ten steps, sweetheart. I can't. I plus I got to turn on the DVD player, plug yeah, on the Blu-ray player, a, pop that right in, here. Switch the channel to from from regular cable. <laughs> to, that's that's a way, lot of work. Uh, way too much work, you know. I you, and I'm thankful for the commercial, so I can go pee. That's right. Yeah. Get a snack, you know. Like, oh, this is on. I got to get a good snack for it. <laughs> My favorite part's coming up next. Let me get popcorn. <laughs> yeah, because I can't push pause. That requires. Button push. But, yeah, I know. But you stream live TV. I, so I have is, a DVR system, so it actually can pause the show. <coughs> I could go up and do that. Or what you do is, right when it goes to commercial, you push pause. So then you do what you got to do. So when you come back down, you can fast forward those commercials. <laughs> That's a lot of thought. That's been a brilliant one. Because <laughs> you go and do what you want. It's almost like 227 minutes. That's right. Bam! <laughs> Um, actually, I do have something I want yes. to recommend on Netflix. It's called The Ranch. It's a, a, a Netflix television show with Ashton Kutcher. And um, I have shit. I'm going to have to now. God damn it. I hate when that happens. Now I'm getting a, ed, a case of the Eds. Uh, where Ashton Kutcher. Really? Yeah. No. Oh, no. I'm going to be all fairness. I actually like Ashton. Ashton. Okay. I, I mean, I've never not liked him. I mean, yeah, sure. When he went to go to Two and a Half Men. I wasn't a fan of Two and a Half Men, so him going to that didn't really pull me to go see it. But I'm not knocking down to go going. What's the latest action Kutcher you know joint so I can go see that? Yeah, it, I and, it, and be, honestly, it's the ranch. It's him and Danny Matheson, the guy who played um, Hyde on the '70s show. Okay, 
but it also has Sam Elliott. You know, um, cowboy mustache, kind of tall. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Deborah Winger. There, it's it's called the ranch because they live on a ranch. Um, Ashton Kutcher. It's a comedy, half hour sitcom, in front of a live audience, and it's set basically. He comes home from being kind of like a semi-pro athlete who really didn't do so well. You know, obviously not the best. He comes home to the ranch, and Danny Matheson plays the older brother, and Sam Elliott's his dad. Deborah Winger's his mom, but his mom and dad are separated. So basically, it's one of those things like I come home because I have nothing else. My my life has kind of fallen apart, so I go home to kind of somewhat rebuild my life. But my dad and I don't get along, so there's a lot of fighting. But what's it's really funny, and it has a lot because you know you have you have Kelso and Hyde together again from that '70s show, and it's like they never they never changed as far as how they play off of each other because there's that those magical moments where one's busted on the other. We, you can just you you can see the cut in that '70s show. Yeah, you know, I'm waiting for Topher Grace to walk through, or you know, like <laughs> to say something snarky, or right. or Fez walking in going, "I said good day, sir. I said good day." <laughs> you know, it's just and to see the two in the mat and Sam Elliott is so good because he plays like this staunch old Republican kind of cowboy, right? You know, and he's kind of playing almost like a parody. Uh, uh, of himself in a way mm. by that man's man kind of mentality. Right. And he's busted on Ashton kind of character because he left home. You know, you could have been somebody, you know, what do you wear with the fuck you got on your shoe? We feet are Uggs. He's like You're wearing girls boots, son, that kind of yeah. uh, like, and then Deborah Winger is his mom and they're separated. And she owns a bar and every once in a while, mom and dad hook up, which freaks out because they're supposed to be separated. Yeah. And it's 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 really cute. it's a good, cute show. And I was watching it last night on Netflix, and I kind of fell asleep because it was late at night. But like the second or third episode actually had um, the girl who played Kiefer Sutherland's daughter from Twenty Four, and the other kid from Reaper, the hero from Reaper. Wow, he's in it too. As as uh, I want to say uh, uh, Eliza Cuthbert or Alicia, I always forget her name. The girl from Twenty Four. She plays Ashton's ex-girlfriend who is in love with the kid from Reaper who they all went to high school together because it's a small town kind yeah. of thing. And it's it's really good. Like It was funnier than I expected it to be. Like When you see like a Netflix show, it's always kind of, I'm not sure if I'm going to like it. Like I had that whole, when, when Stacy was up, we watched Fuller House. You know, I had the marriage. I watched almost every single episode of Fuller House. I didn't say that on the show. No, I didn't. No, that's oh. a, that's a real. I didn't even know. You didn't even save that off air. That's, that's I'm like, oh my. Oh, that God. was the chair underneath the desk. <laughs> oh no, I've been shot. I told you, don't ever tell anybody you saw that show. Almost as soon as a shot rings out. <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe you did that. No, I never. I, I'm surprised I didn't I bring know, it up on the show. You did not bring that up. I apologize, listening audience. Yes, I watched Fuller House. All right. <laughs> that um, is I don't know if I would ever admit to that. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna be I'm, you know what? I'm gonna defend that show. Okay. Hear me out. The show is very much like the show of the eighties. It is almost a carbon copy of the You fa- know what? Now, now wait, I'm sorry. Uh, you did admit that. Okay, uh, I did admit that. Yes, yes, yes. You yeah, just blocked, the, you blocked it out. I blocked it out of my head that you actually saw that show, yes. 
You did all talk right. about that show on on air. Okay, all right. So. I just make sure. Good. I'm glad you cut me off so we can go to break and come back and get some news in. Sounds awesome. All right. So, folks, sit back and uh, just wait a spell, and Ed and I will bring bring you the news. Woo. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back, geeks and geekettes, wookies and non wookies. <laughs> Uh, yes, I mean, there you have it, folks. Um, got anything else to add? Yeah, you know what? I missed something when we went oh. to hit show. Hey. I missed the f- fact that, that, that the video games were brought to you by <laughs> GameStop, Power to the Players. So I just wanted to add that in. Um, actually, you know what? I'm a little mad at, at, at GameStop, actually. Really? Yes. Do tell. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm a gamer. Yes. And by that, I mean is I'm willing to kind of go outside my comfort level mm-hmm. to try to expand my playability as far as, like, there might be a game that I don't know exists because my narrow vision of what I like in gaming. Mm-hmm. So every once in a while, I try to go outside the box. Now, one of the games that's coming out recently is called No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. And it really is, it could be either be the greatest game in the world or the worst. I don't know, because no one really knows how to explain it yet. So when, they, when June, the week of June 21st, when the game comes out, I'm going to have a, probably an in-depth review about that one. Okay. It might be like a Geeksters, Geeksters exclusive. Not yeah. exclusive, but more so, um, what do you call it? Uh, Your take on the game. Geeksters expose. Oh. Yeah. A geek expose, if you will. <laughs> can, you, can you spell that? G E E K X Pose. There's an E in it. You know, well, yeah, I mean, but <laughs> put the two E's in there. But you might not if you're going to do, well, yeah, because it's, I'm, I'm smooshing together. I'm smooshing together. I'm smooshing together, together, geeks, and a geek and expose, which is. <laughs> Who you got to picture? Yes, I am. Why? Because <laughs> no, you got to do it when I do it. When I have to naturally do it. So I'm, I'm taking the geeks. <laughs> too slow, too slow, too slow. That's why you hit record. Anyway, um, yeah, I got to you, folks. We're doing visual media. I'm on an audio podcast. <laughs> um, <clears throat> expose is E X P O. S-E with the little kulat. Not the kulat, but the little accent over the E. The kulat is the two dots over the U. Isn't that what it's called? I have no idea. Uh, but I think it's a schwa that you're looking the, for. The schwa? Yes. The little... I think that's what it's called. The little accent over Don't ask me. I can't spell. It's for expose or passe. I, mean, I try to, I try to spell obvious with a V. <laughs> Trying to figure out that was OV obvious. <laughs> it's it's O O B O B V I O U S. Screw you! I'm gonna watch. Watch, watch. Obvious. O. Easily perceived or understood. Clear. Self-evident or apparent. How is that spelled, Ed? O B V I O U S. Yes, there's a B in there. Yes. You know, it's not O V I O U S. Obvious. <laughs> it's obvious. I said B. Okay, whatever. Play the day back. No, <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, 
As I was saying, yes. Um, I went to you know like my local GameStop. Yeah. I went to go pre-order. There's two editions: standard edition and limited edition. Mm-hmm. Now, limited edition is twenty dollars more. Right. But it comes in a steel book. It's got like you know like tchotchkes and stuff to kind of like commemorate the fact of how awesome it's a PlayStation Four exclusive game too. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to spend a little extra cash because it's either going to be something I'm very proud of playing. Or something I'm really embarrassed to play, and I need to have that as well. Like, you know? <laughs> okay. So I can go, that's right. That's right. Not only am I playing that piece, not only did I buy that piece of crap, crap I bought the collector's edition. That's how dedicated I am <laughs> to my gaming. You know? Or people can go, oh my God, you got to collect the game so awesome. I know. And I got the, I was right there on the front line. I knew it was going to be good, so I bought the, the limited edition collector's edition. <laughs> Go either way. It's a pendulum, dude. It's a pendulum. Right? Oh, man. <laughs> That's the flimsiest thing I've ever heard. Just like this. My, your, your mother's name is Martha, too? <laughs> Crap. So, so I, I went to... But GameStop wouldn't let me pre-order the special edition one, the, the limited edition one. Mm-hmm. I could only pre-order the standard edition. So I'm like, all right, you know what? Games doesn't come out in June, and I pre-ordered it about a month and a half ago. Like when it first got announced, hey, we're doing a um, pre-order kind of thing. I was like, ooh, let me go get my pre-order down. Okay, I can't get it, but let me, since I have to pay it all in full, when you try to order it on their on their web store, mm-hmm. you know, it's I didn't have the money to pay all eighty dollars of it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna put money down on the on the standard edition and pay it off as I go along. Mm-hmm. And I finally got to a point where I'm comfortable enough to go, okay, there's enough money down. I got paid. Let me go pay it all, you know, cancel my pre-order and pay it in full to order the, the one we own, the one I can only get online. Yeah. Try doing it. Their webs, their web store aren't, isn't taking pre-orders for it at all. It's okay. like, it doesn't even exist. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're son of a bitch. Like now I'm just kind of stuck with the standard edition. Until Dude. I had an epiphany. Went over to Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> I went over to Best Buy, walked up to the counter. I was like, look, there's a game. It's coming out in June, June 21st, for the PS4. It's called No Man's Sky. There's two editions. The standard edition, which is $65, and the special edition, which is about $80. Uh, do you have, I'm going to pre-order the special edition. Can I do that? Best Buy? You are the best buy and my bestest friend, you know? <laughs> and they said? The girl looked. She's like, well, hold on. Let me take a look. That, that's me doing the keyboard sounds because she had nails. <laughs> that low click, you know what back click was. Enter. <laughs> <laughs> and then she grabs a piece of paper, writes down this. I'm going to assume it's the SKU number. Yeah. So she can look it on the website and, you know. <laughs> Why, yes, we have it. Can I pre order it? Sure, but do you realize you're going to pay it in full? Um, I, yes, I am fully aware of that. Can I get paid for that, please? Why, certainly, Mr. Sean. Sir <laughs> <laughs> Sean. You know, I'm like, I'm also a preferred customer because I have the little card that says I am. You know, here is my card. It's not a credit card. It's just a membership card. Right, right. And she's like, sure. 
It's just ten numbers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to skew that to it. Yeah, we share that type. She, she can. She. I'm sorry. It was more like boop. She scanned my card. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, I know you got some certificates. You want to use that?" I'm like, "How much? Five bucks?" I'm like, "Take knock five dollars off that some bitch." <laughs> so, and I also found out too that if you order online through Best Buy, you only pay six percent sales tax. Nice. Instead of the normal eight in Pennsylvania. Philadelphia, yeah. I'm like, uh, so I saved money, you know, from not buying it through <laughs> through GameStop. <clears throat> but I was like annoyed because I'm like, and then I went, drove around to my GameStop and was like, Garçon, cancel my pre-order. <laughs> I gave him my money back. And I walked out. I was like, all right, well, you know, I got it. At you know, why are you canceling? Because I got it at Best Buy, the one I want, the one you Seems to can't find in your system. Lost the sale, GameStop. You know that's 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 just scary to me because it's GameStop. Like that's all you really do is games, GameStop. Like that's it. Like I, I know they do other tchotchkes and stuff. You know. Yeah, like, I know. I think it, I think it's got something to do with, um, like they're not sure. They're not sure if a game is going to sell. Best Buy probably doesn't give a shit. Yeah. You know, it's like we're a conglomerate. I mean, so is Best Book, so is GameStop. But at GameStop, I think, has been burned too often by people going in, buying. Like, there used to be, there was this huge game that came out. It was called Titanfall mm-hmm. for the Xbox One. It was an Xbox One and Xbox 360 exclusive. Yes. And the collector's edition was like, had it been like a $250, $300 thing. It was a huge, huge statue. Yeah. And it lit up and everything. It was gorgeous. I didn't even own an Xbox One, and I was tempted to buy one, you know, because that statue is gorgeous. That's that's easily a two hundred dollars worth uh, statue, right? <laughs> I didn't buy it, obviously. But the problem is that people. No, just the thought of you going, "That's a gorgeous statue. I want it. I'm never going to play the game because I'm never going to own an Xbox One." Well, I'm never saying but... never. I might, I might own it at some point. But you can't find that statue anywhere anymore. But like at the time, you could have bought the the game and the statue and all that stuff as a, as a big giant collector's thing, and then just let it you know rot because yeah. the statue statue stood at least twenty inches tall. Okay, you know it was huge, right? Huge, Ed. <laughs> like they thought they the game would be. <clears throat> yes, it was a titan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, the game was okay from what I understand. It wasn't. Great. It was all multiplayer, and a lot of people were like, we "We're kind of hoping for a story, but whatever." Yeah. You know, and it didn't. It kind of flashed in the pants. I don't think it sold well enough because rumor has it that Titanfall Two is going to be cross-platform. Ah. So it's already like you had an exclusive Microsoft. You didn't sell the, the product enough, so now we're going to try to get the most for our money. So we're going to sell it to PS4 and th- for Microsoft. Well, I think the problem with that is because <laughs> Titanfall was a day one release of the Xbox One. That's right. Yeah, you're right. Ooh, look at you. Ed. Yeah, so that's right. Knowledge. So when Xbox One and they came out with that E3 conference and said, oh, you want a disc? That's why there's an Xbox 360 yeah. and everybody went, Yeah, that's a good point. you, yeah. Microsoft. They kind of shot themselves in the foot with that Xbox you know, thing. Yeah. So maybe, maybe you're right. It's got a lot to do with it. But <clears throat> people were pre-ordering that statue and then canceling it the day that it came in. So a lot of GameStops bought those, the, and this is just one example of they've gotten screwed over before in the past too, mm. with other collectors edition stuff where people put the twenty five dollars down or the five dollars down for this for this version, and it comes in and people either a don't pick it up or b 
don't want that one, so they got they cancel a day of because I can't afford it. So let me just take the regular game because I know I really don't want the special edition, you mm-hmm. know, kind of thing. <clears throat> so then, you know, the company, the GameStop, I'm assuming, would have an overabundance of these collectors' items that they can't unload for whatever reason. So and the next thing you know, years go by, and it's like you know, because of all the bad apples, we're going to spoil the bunch. Right. Because now this, and I honestly think that $80 for the game isn't something that, you, something that you should be able to kind of just pre, you just be able to buy on the store and just wait for it to get delivered. Mm-hmm. It's not super expensive. It's not like 150 or $200 that you're, you know, you're paying up front or you want to put like, I know what GameStop is, anything $100 over or over, you, they put that, tell you put down 25 Mm-hmm. Now they kind of changed because I, when I pre-ordered the um, Final Fantasy, they wanted twenty five for that too, and it's only like nine. It's like close to a hundred bucks. I'm like, all right, I, I, all right, you guys are kind of yeah, okay, yeah, it's close. But for the eighty for the No Man's Sky, they wanted twenty five bucks too, and I was like, I, I'd be more. I was willing to do it, but I could not. I couldn't order. I couldn't even put a down payment on it because they weren't even taking it. Mm. And then you know when I went to go pay it off this past weekend, it was like. Sorry, it's not, not, we don't have it at all. Well, that brings me up a question for you. You're a <coughs> video game connoisseur, you know. You <laughs> well, yes, I, I do believe I do think I like to think I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the here's the thing: like, like you always have those special edition ones coming out right away, where they're more <coughs> money because they come with a nice statue or a nice book yeah, or whatever, some some extra little thing that you could purchase with the game. Yeah. What if you could sell that separately? Like, what if the game came out? Sometimes they do that, Ed. Oh. Yes. But, oh. Ah. Very good question, Ed. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because Dark Souls 3 is one of those. There was There's two editions. There's one. There was like a special edition. I think it was like um, $150, I think. Mm-hmm. And it came with a statue. But then there's like a bigger version that you can just buy just the special edition stuff. And not the game. It doesn't come with the game. In fact, Halo 5 Guardians mm-hmm. did that. Excuse me. <clears throat> they did a big, huge like box set that came. Well, no, this one came with the game. But it was a huge statue, but it came with a digital version of the game. Mm-hmm. And it's $250. So a lot of people you know, see that box and go, oh, my God, is that an Xbox One Halo edition for only $250? bucks?" no, 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 no. It's just a game. There's no no system in it. Yeah. And they go, you know, and you see, you see the, yeah. you know, um, but it is, they do on certain special, like, um, Lara, they had this downloadable Lara Croft game, mm-hmm. um, that you could buy the boat, like the, Hey, for the special edition here, there's no digital code, but there is, you got this like little Lara Croft orbs kind of looking character mm-hmm. and, and some other tchotchkes for it. But <laughs> that was Ed's jacket, by the way. I was getting too excited. <laughs> just like, oh, Sean's talking about Lara Croft. Ed's getting zipped. That's right. <laughs> Let me get my tissues. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> I talk really slowly. It's about Lara Croft. <laughs> it's a little warm in here. <laughs> I declare, I believe I, Lara Croft has given me the vapors. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, they, they sold 
just the, the tchotchkes, yeah, but not the game. And I kind of, I'm, I'm always on the fence. I'm like, oh, that's kind of stupid. But then I'm also like, well, well it's kind of, you know. Well, me being like a kind of below average gamer, I guess, okay. you know, right. I, mean, you know, I mean, like, I've only have two PS4 games at this point. I've only been playing the one. Right. I've slightly played Batman, but I, you know, I haven't really got into that I yet. I hear you. Um, like when I got the PS4, it was the the Star Wars edition, right? One, and it was I knew what I was getting in, in beforehand. There was four downloadable games that are older games, but I played them, right? Or one I didn't play, but it was like it stole Star Wars to me, and I was like, I'll, I'll play it. And then of course it came with Battlefront and the special cover, for right? The, the Darth Vader the, cover, yeah. So for me, it was like, yeah, to make that kind of purchase, it was worthwhile because I knew what I was getting my yeah. hands into. Some of these games you get, and it's just like you don't know what the gameplay is going to be too much because they're not giving you too, too much. Or the, the footage you see is right. over and over again. Like if, you, if people talk about it, it's the same commercial, basically, yeah, it's, it's, that you're it's, getting. It's the same um, song and dance that you get for every big game. It's like, hey, if you do this, you'll get all of this. Look how fancy and shiny it is. And we don't want to give away too much because we want you to buy the game. Right. You know. And then it's like, you know, like for, for months I was watching Battlefront on every PS4 at every store I walked yeah. into. They that's what they were showcasing because they knew that was going to be a big seller. Right. And that's I mean, I think it was. I don't know how well it did in the in uh, terms of I sales. Think it did pretty well, I guess. I would, I would assume so. But the 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 point I'm getting to is the fact is is that like if they had extra tchotchkes or like if they had a an ad ad or or you know oh. an ATST yeah, you know, okay. statue you know or, you know or maybe like a, a rebel trying to shoot it or right. whatever that I would buy now because now that I played the game and I enjoy it so much it's like that little extra chachi I might purchase it's like you know you get something like Titanfall <clears throat> where it's just like I don't know how this game's going to be they're showing me footage of it right. but it's more of like a commercial yeah, and it wasn't until like E three that you finally got this whole gameplay right. of, of the game. It was. It's still kind of tough to, to like determine. I, well, I think the reason why they they really pushed that game um, because supposedly it was by the guys who made um, the company who made Halo, Bungie, mm-hmm. or just there was like another company that made some of the other Halo games. Because like after Bungie left Microsoft, they went and did the um, De- uh, Destiny, um, but. A lot of it was kind of like I don't know. I think maybe because it was it was going to be the hey buy the day one edition of the Xbox One and if you buy Titanfall this three hundred four hundred dollars I think it was I think it had been like four hundred dollars for this game. You I mean know. the system at day one wasn't cheap at the no, time. They keep lowering it and lowering it yeah. now to to you know get more. Yeah. Gamers involved at the in time, Xbox it was One. What, five five hundred bucks. I think. I think so. Yeah. You know now it's three fifty. Yeah. Like and that's because it doesn't come with the Connect, and you know you can get them at three hundred bucks at certain stores. Like I mean, I mean yeah, that's to say like like you you're 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 expecting to drop eight hundred dollars on a game and a statue and a yeah. system, and you're like on a day one, and it's like that's awesome, but it's like, like if who's you got, gonna if you got that expendable cash? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, but it's just like that's like a like what maybe like. 10% of the gaming population yeah. that has that and the rest of us we're just going to buy the standard game and you know mm-hmm. and, and to me it's just like now that that game came out and you really like that game it's just like I wish I got that statue you know now that I have everything in place <clears throat> and I have disposable cash again I could probably go out and buy that statue but of course now it's gone right I mean the only, the only like a, probably you would have to maybe at best go to the manufacturers like the game's actual like, um, okay, let's use... They didn't make Titanfall, but let's use Bethesda. 
Mm-hmm. I gave Bethesda make Skyrim, Fallout 4. Um, here's a, actually, that's a pretty good example because uh, when Fallout 4 came out, there was a limited run of Pip-Boy editions, which mm-hmm. um, you know basically is, for those people who play Fallout, there's a little wrist kind of a, of a, like a big giant smartwatch, <laughs> you might want to say, yeah. that would fit and have all the information on it. Or like your stats, and you, in the game you call it up, and that's how you look to find out your inventory, your maps, and stuff like that. Mm. They had an actual casing where you could slide certain size. Um, you can slide certain size cell, cell phones mm. into that into that sleeve, and we actually have an, a Pip Boy app on mm. your phone, so you can actually, if you really 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 nerdy, or if you're co- you know cosplaying, you can uh, have a usable Pip Boy on your hand. Yeah. Now, certain stores only saw, only had, well, only allotted so many. Mm. But if you were smart enough, you could have ordered it directly from Bethesda's website. Yeah. So maybe with a game like Titanfall, if you go back and see if they're selling that statue, maybe they'll sell that statue. Or somebody bought the game, got tired of that statue. Because the thing is, I'll be honest, the thing is obnoxiously huge. Mm. I mean, it is definitely a piece that you would have to have on a coffee table. Like, it... Sitting on a shelf, it would not do it justice because it is so big. Mm. It is almost like a centerpiece for a coffee table, almost. Um, maybe that at someone on Amazon or, or eBay is going, "Oh my god, I get rid of this piece of shit. I need some cash. I'm yeah. gonna sell it for like a hundred bucks." Right? Like you might be able to find it that way. But, but I mean, rarely, like, like we talked about the, the Pip Boy for Fallout Four, yeah. you know you were getting, like, yeah, you know you're 4, getting, like because yeah. it's the fourth edition of this game, and you, yeah, you know you're getting. Um, the Order 1886, there was limited edition stuff, too, with statues. And there was there was one with a bigger statue of our hero with a, a, were- him a, a werewolf kind of like a mid-jump. And mm. him kind of like, looks like he's kind of rolling and shooting upwards. Mm. Yeah, it's an action scene. That was kind of like the limited edition one. And then there was a collector's edition where it's that same guy, but he's up against like a, a fence and a mm. wall. He's got his, his rifle and he looks like he's getting shot at. He's kind of like in cover. Yeah, yeah. I have that one because I didn't get the bigger one. Right. I don't know why. I mean, I had, I had, fa- I was hoping the game was going to be great and it was supposed to be a day one release for, for the PS4. Mm. Wound up not being it. And when the game came out, it was, I was kind of thinking it was done in like a week, week and a half. Mm because it was real quick and it was just like oh this game wasn't as great as I was hoping it would be and then I look at the statue and I'm kind of like oh this got the statue like you know <laughs> that's, but that's the thing to me is it's like if you're if you're a gamer and you don't know about this game and you want to try it out and it's just like well I gotta if, and I, if, if you're a collectibles guy you're like well, what if the game sucks it, you know and you, now you got this to me like a, 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 now it becomes an eyesore reminder yeah. it might be a beautiful statue but now you now you have this disdain taste yeah. in your mouth of this bad game and now this statue is a constant reminder of that like horrible game yeah I mean I, it's it's a gamble that's the problem with the video game industry it's like you're, you're asked to kind of have faith in a way yeah but a lot of times video game companies kind of screw you over in the end because it is like hey here's a really great statue in a game that we hope is great yeah we know we love it so we hope you're gonna love it too but then like there was um okay remember we talked about lynchum battle mage it came out was came out last week this past week yes we yes. talked about it on the show yeah, yeah, yeah. i thought the idea the concept was great it's like a first person shooter except you're a magic user mm-hmm. and i was really tempted to buy it this week mm-hmm. really tempted and then I did a little research. And there's, um, for those radio hardcore 
gamers, there's the frame rate of the PS4 and the Xbox One, and they always try to go, well, the frame rate, you know, 60 megahertz should be really good, really smooth. Mm. This game was run at 20. Okay. It was really choppy, and really, the, it just had the loads. Like, I, because I wasn't sure, and the game's 50 bucks new, I was like, well, let me go do a little research, because this is a game that I'm not sure if I'm going to like. I like the idea, but I'm not sure if I want like the execution. Mm-hmm. So when I did a Google search, I was like, okay, let's some reviews. It got good reviews, but I don't know if those people were reviewing the PC version that came out a few years back. Okay. Or the the console version. And then when I saw a video of the con- of like these guys who do um this frame rate comparison to like what the frame rate is of, of this game as you're playing it and what mm-hmm. it should be. It looked choppy. The camera movements were like when you move the camera around, it had a blur to it, like a really bad blur. And also between chapters, there was this huge load time. Like it was heavy on load time, which shouldn't really have to be on a PS4 or an Xbox One because of the chipsets in there. Mm -hmm. So it just seemed to be like this game was just a mess across the board. And I'm just like, (laughs) dodge dodge a bullet, dodge that bullet. Maybe what I'll do is eventually in like, Six months when it's pre-owned for like twenty bucks, I'll buy it then so I can at least say I played it. Yeah, to kind of because every game plays differently. Like maybe I won't mind it, but then again, I kind of feel like I would mind it because I have a big screen TV. It's 1080p. I have a PS4 that should be able to play. It's you know 60 megahertz with mm. the frame with the high frame rate and the highest DPI. The game should look gorgeous, and the stills that I see make it look gorgeous. But if the gameplay is going to suck, it's it's going to pull me out of the game. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll see. I mean, you know. In the meantime, sorry. We, we, I, sorry, folks. We just we just all rambled there. <laughs> <laughs> there's your bonus material, there's your, there's your bonus material. Now, you're welcome. <laughs> In the meantime, if you want to catch the shenanigans live, you can on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. So just rock when I read those apps. Don't forget, if to uh, we really appreciate it if you show your support by going to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. And if you want to contact us, you can contact through our Facebook page um, in the Messengers, or you can contact Ed directly through ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And we'll see you in part three. That was wonderful. Bravo. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.